Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. This is Mike Siegel. I want to thank all the listeners who came on board with the Ted Russell Camp uh, episodes. A lot of Ted's fans tuned in and listened, and I appreciate that. And some have even stuck around. And um, it's great to have some new listeners. Uh, I enjoyed doing the shows, and I'm glad you liked them. Some people wrote some nice things. And uh, if you want to write some nice things, uh, why not do it on our iTunes page? Give us a good rating if you can. Maybe say a nice thing or two. It boosts our presence and brings more people to the show and uh, would love to move up in the rankings of travel podcasts there so even more people could find the show. And it costs you nothing, and I've never asked you for anything other than this little free thing you can do. To get to our iTunes link, you can go to the homepage at TravelTalesPodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at TravelTalesPod. And that's it. Let's get right to the episode with uh, comedian Jim Short. Enjoy. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I am here with Jim Short, comedian, Australian. What else? What did um, I miss? Uh, traveler. Traveler. Storyteller. Fool. <laughs> broke person. Uh, airport seat filler. Sometimes I, I feel like I feel like I just, you know, as a comic, we sit there in airports all day long. And I think that's my real my real job. <laughs> I feel like that's that's it, you know. No, I no. should have a show about how to kill time in an airport. It is a it is a skill though. We've uh, mastered over the time. I and mean, now the uh, the iPad and the iPhone and everything else is, has changed the entire game. Makes it a little bit easier, but you're yes. constantly on the search for a plug. Uh, for yes, that's right. For an outlet. I, need an, I literally need an outlet. Have you seen those Samsung stations with all the plugs oh, around yeah, them? Yeah, and then yeah. they're always jammed. There's always 50 people around them. Yeah, it's a fight almost. So. Or, it's, or the, you plug in next to the floor and you you got to sit down on, on the floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How nice is it when you get to the airport and there's uh, free Wi-Fi? And I don't know why every airport's yeah. not in on this. Yeah, there are some who who like still hold out um, and and make you you know because you're always excited. It's that thrill, like, oh, do I have Wi Fi? Do I have Wi Fi? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the the Boingo. I got to pay nine ninety five. Like, no, I'm not doing it. And it's, I love it. I was like, save your contact details because when you come back, you can use. Like, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're I'm not, not going to giving you it. my information. I'm not doing it. Give <laughs> Wi Fi. I think that's in the constitution. It should be free yes. in every airport. They had it, I think I was in Taiwan, or in the Taipei subway, they had Wi-Fi. Really? Like complimentary Wi-Fi. In the well, they've got to they gotta be able to steal your bank details somehow, right? <laughs> exactly. This, I'm sure that that's connected with a scam. Like, everybody's on, let me get their stuff, let me get their passwords. Right, right. But yeah, when you're in an airport and you're stuck there for hours and hours and hours, which, you know, happens to all travelers, it's, you really, and now I've got to pay for something to keep me... Entertained for you this think amount of time. It would just keep them anything to keep the passengers quiet From and occupied. About you know, just yeah. give it to them. Yeah, it's just, like keep them down. It, give them the give them their uh, their digital fix. That's man. why they used to give you food on the plane. It was to shut you up, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> here's a couple of drinks. Here's some food. Go <laughs> yeah. over there in a corner. Go over there in a corner and get on your Facebook. <laughs> Go Twitter. Right, exactly. When was the what was the longest layover? Did you ever get really trapped? Like maybe snowed in somewhere or. I'll tell you a bad one was I was I was up in uh, uh, Calgary a couple of years ago and the club had booked my flight 
and I get to the airport and it was Calgary Stampede, which is the big oh, rodeo the big that week. goes on. It was that. It was the first week of that. And oh. so everybody's leaving after the first week. And, you know, I didn't choose to be there that week. So I get the only shuttle out, which leaves at about two in the morning. I get to the airport. My flight's at seven something. And I'm waiting and waiting for the thing to open. And then, you know, you're looking at the flights listed. and I don't see my flight. And it was at seven that night. But they always put things in 24-hour clock. Right. So it should have been, you know, 23 so or something like that or whatever, you know. But <laughs> you haven't clock, figured out the 20, 24. Yeah, yeah I'm, I can't, you know. Seven would clock. be 19, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm not I'm – not, that's the one thing <laughs> I'm not – I didn't come here to do math. I'm comedian, uh, <laughs> a traveler, not mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> Even the simple math like that. You know what you know the, the, the person in class who went, do we need this? Will we ever need – I'm that one. Will I ever need this mathematics skills? Um, which is why. So I ended up sitting around the airport all day from about three in the morning till seven that night in Calgary. Oh. And, uh, th- you know, this is even before this is 2006. So there's not even the, the you don't have the Wi-Fi there was distraction. No Wi-Fi. I got I got nothing that gets Wi-Fi. Yeah, you you know? get a yeah. phone signal. Yeah, I <laughs> and I can't use my phone because I'm in another country. Basically, so yeah, that was that was the uh, maybe the longest. I think last year I was in Virginia and I was gonna, uh, you know, you get you get booked for gigs at the last minute. Sometimes I'm in Virginia, I've got a flight booked to come back to Los Angeles. While I'm out there, they go, they say, I get called. Can you come to Orlando next week? Well, sure. So now it's basically I'm going to fly from Virginia to Los Angeles on Monday. On Tuesday night, I'm going to fly from LA to Orlando. There's a big storm in Virginia, so I sit around there for seven hours, and finally they go, well, we can get you back tomorrow. It's not even worth it. Just send me to Orlando. But, you know, six, seven hours later. <laughs> right. That's the, I mean, that's what comedy is. It's loitering anyway. <laughs> it is. That's, you know, whether you're in the town or not, you just loiter about. You work for it. an hour, it's, and you got 23 hours to loiter. It's, it's basically that. And that's where I learned to pay golf. Yeah, on yeah, the road, in the right? Midwest. Just, yeah, when we in the summer, you'd always have the golf clubs in the back of the trunk. Yeah, we'd play some small town in Iowa. How are you going to kill a Wednesday? In <laughs> golf? you find a local uh, course, and uh, there you go. There's, there's four or five hours of, right there. Fifty holes of golf. Exactly. That will make the. Is it even fifty? Uh, mathematically, I'm <laughs> off again, right? That's not how's fifty right, divided 18, by 18. nine. We just we did three extra holes on the way out. <laughs> Well, if uh, people haven't uh, noticed by now, uh, Jim is from Alabama. I am. Yes. Proud. I'm a proud <laughs> Alabamian. Alabamian. Now, you are uh, Australian. I'm Australian. Uh, at for, one point, I was Australian. For yes. uh, how long? Uh, well, I mean, I lived there for 12 years. Okay. I was born there, lived there for 12 years, go back periodically, going back in a couple of days. So your parents moved out here. Did somebody no, get a job? No, I was the grooviest 12-year-old. I just, just packed up, <laughs> said, I'm on my way to the States. I'm going to make it, it happen, on man. TV. <laughs> yeah. I that, saw it, Dallas on TV, and boy, I got to get there. <laughs> I'm gonna, America looks great. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make follow my dreams and uh, one day sit around airports forever. Right. Uh, yeah, the family moved over when I was a young lad. and um, Was this to the Bay Area? No, we lived in Texas. No, really? Yeah, we really did live in Texas. Oh my god! Yeah, you're you're right. You so knew. wow, that's that's quite the uh, culture switch. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a different thing. I it mean, is. you know, I don't think I don't, wherever you go to Texas, it's going to be wow. This is different. <laughs> this is not quite the same. And people have pointed out, well, they're both very wide open places, very sort of individualistic, ruggedy, sort of hot you know, and hot. But it's still Texas. Yes, and is. Texas is lovely, of course. Not not to put down Texas, but it's still Texas. But what part of Texas were you? We were down uh, in South Texas near Corpus Christi, and then oh, okay. I moved up to Dallas after I graduated from uh, college. Okay, and so you went to school here in the states. I did. I got. I got a little at bit Texas. Of, I got a little bit of book learning. Down oh, Texas. you were the yeah. fancy book learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't you learn know, that evolution, you know, the, did you? you know, the no evolution, <laughs> the uh, intelligent design. The uh, <laughs> well, that's interesting though. When you when you come from what part of uh, Australia were Brisbane on the east, okay, so east you're coast. Up there, tropical. Yeah, very tropical. It's very Miami like. Yeah, every every city I went to in. Um, Australia reminded me of some city I had been to in America. Like right. you know, you like Melbourne is looks like San Francisco. This is the San Francisco, and area. then you come to Sydney, and then it's like a combination of San Francisco with LA weather. Yeah, yeah. And then you get up to Brisbane, it's like oh, this is like Miami, the same Miami muggy weather. Uh, weather in Australia, and I think Perth would be probably what San Diego. I've not been to Perth. Really? Yeah. There's so many Australians. More than I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I went all the way. I started in Melbourne and went all the way up to Cairns. What's it like? I'm going to ask you about Australia. (laughs) I can tell you all about Iowa. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to every inch of that one. So have I. Yeah, I mean, as we all have. But that's amazing that you've seen so much of Australia. That's great. Because it's it's a hard place to go to. It is. Because you can't just go, oh, I'm going for a week. And Perth is even harder. It's like it's 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 the other side of the Away. And there's nobody there. there. How'd you get out there? Um, Well, I... Flu. Okay, because some people they take the train across. The, I mean, there's no, journeys no, no. that go across. I uh, I took the. Uh, I never went to Perth, but I went. Uh, I took a Greyhound up yeah. from. Uh, yeah, up until I think the whole way. Yeah, I had a pass. I had a Greyhound pass. The Greyhound pass. I had the yeah. The Aussie pass. bus pass. Yeah, mate. I had the bus pass. Hey, who wants to drive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a drink. Who wants to jump in? It's very much that kind of attitude it is. over there, is it? It's it very is. like, yeah, it's whatever, like, mate. Go it's on. not like riding a greyhound here. You know, you're not there with uh, you know people just getting out of prison and that kind yeah, of thing. Right, you know, it was right. just like a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of, a lot of college students. You know, backpacking around, and that's people what it was. Run, people and there's all somewhere. these you know stops that everybody kind of hits on the way up. Yeah, you know, you hit Brisbane and then Byron Bay, and then there's Surfers Paradise and. Uh, yeah. Byron Bay is beautiful. You ever been up there? I have. I have. Uh, it's it's great. really, really gorgeous. I went to Fraser Island, and wow. uh, uh, yeah, camped on there, and then the Whit Sundays, and then you go all the way up because I scuba dive too, and that's another reason I wanted to go. Now, now that's not something you pick up from comedy, though, right? <laughs> no, I some no. time off, so I learned to scuba dive. <laughs> I, 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 I would take my, gigs uh, just for the opportunity. I always have my flippers in the trunk, so I decided I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll learn to scuba dive while I'm out here. There's a nice fishing hole in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, right. the, uh, just dunk him. <laughs> so you come over at 12, and uh, you, know, you say Texas is, is different. In that way, you know, we made fun of the, the book-burning stuff, though, but it, it is a far more religious place than Australia. I always loved Australians yeah, yeah. about that. This is like they, they will – I could be in this sacred mosque in, uh, in Asia, and I'll be traveling through, and they'll say, please cover your shoulders and uh, you know, dress modestly, and the women right, dress – right, right, right. <laughs> there's just some couple like young Australians coming in in like the tank tops and like the flip like, – Strength! Yeah. <laughs> Look at this place. Oh, what's oh, this bloody one? hell. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. fucking hot in here. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Anyway, mate, let's go get a where's beer. Where's the dunny? <laughs> where's the bar? <laughs> where's the bar? 
They don't give a <laughs> shit. They just do not give a shit. <laughs> and I just love them for you know. It's funny in a way, but but goddamn, I just love. There's for a it. healthy no respect for anything because yeah. you know what? what I no bar here, Mustafa. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're taking the piss. <laughs> Come on, love. Let me just let me just see the nose. Just unwrap a little bit. Um, we you know we are the people that got sent away. Right. To you know everybody's family to some degree, and there's lots of refugees have come down there in the interim, and and so we're kind of way down there on our own, sort of misunderstood, forgotten, and I think because of that, because we have a bit of British culture, we've got a little bit of American culture because that's so dominant everywhere, yeah. and our own. So we're we're like um, this mix of everything, but we're very much like we dig everyone, but at the same time, we're just down there on our own. And I think it's very much that sort of like, ah, all right, mate, who who cares? Who gives a shit? You know, because they just, they just do. Even I go back and it's foreign to me because I haven't really lived there. And, and it's go, you go, wow, people really just, I mean, in some places, the shops close at five in the afternoon and you go, what do I mean? I need to go shopping all night long. Yeah, I'm used to that convenience. And then, but it lulls you into that where you go, no, I don't need to go shopping. I can <laughs> right. just sit around and not do anything for a couple of The whole attitude over there is, you know, we'll try and do it t- today, but, you know, maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> right. Call me early next week. We'll see what we can arrange. It's very casual. It, it is very much like when you go to the beach and nothing gets done, a beach-type community is really laid back and casual imagine a whole nation like that that's what it seems to me like that like yeah right man yeah okay. i always said they're always dressed as if like anybody's about to the van is about to come by and pick them up to go to the beach at any moment yeah it's like there's, there's, <laughs> like a, there's this, a beach trip slash barbecue something's happening it's very casual going. yeah so and, and australians are always somewhere wherever you go there's there's australians roaming around and i'm sure you've run into them all over everywhere the not everywhere. And back to your original point not being that not disrespectful but just sort of like <laughs> oh yeah right right yeah. <laughs> yeah. good deal mate yeah anyway well the the first ones i met of course i was uh, i got to leave i got to leave them in flip flops outside yeah. do i okay yeah. no cost me 30 uh <laughs> 30 bob these things you people steal <laughs> They, uh, I met them so many uh, Australians on my first trip after college. I, you know, did the backpacking thing around Europe, and I said, well, they were always so much fun. And uh, I said that was my next big trip that I was going to go. So yeah. I went to New Zealand and uh, Australia. That was my first solo trip that I ever wow. took. And New Zealand is gorgeous. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, right? It's beautiful. But the thing I've always said this is about, like, an Eddie Ift was here. We were talking about Australia as well. He's, he works there all the time. And, yeah. But the thing you really notice as an American when you go there. There's just no people. This is like 23 million people in the whole damn country. I mean, yeah. there's, there's nobody there. There's a, there's a bit of there's room. There's more people in California. I know, right? There's a bit of room. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, city I know a lot wise, of it's inhospitable. I mean, you can't live in a, yeah, the that's middle the of the country. People but, forget it's, it's a country that's sort of the size of the contiguous U.S. And uh, I don't know math, but I know vocabulary. Yeah. Um, but it's with the population of like Texas mm-hmm. spread around... And but the, the, you know, from the middle over to the to the west, it's, it's in, uh, uninhabitable. Yeah, that's what I said. That's the state of Western Australia, and in that, I heard uh, I think there's a million and a half people. Yeah, and a million of them are in Perth. Wow, which would be like the half of the western half from Colorado on west, and then just San Diego, right. and then the rest is right. all just little scattered mining towns. Yeah, around there's With a few nothing, people about that. Nobody. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, people drive out, out that way sometimes. And it's, if you break down, 
Yeah. You could be there for quite a while because there's not that much chance of anybody coming along. Well, to, I was there uh, in January, February, so it was middle of the summer, too. Yeah. So I really wanted to see the center, you know, see the big rock and go yeah. to Alice Springs. And all the locals were going, yeah, you don't want to go there. <laughs> It's 120 degrees or some crazy. <laughs> You're out of your mind if you want to. You know, yeah, we're going to take a, bit a bus. Warm today, you're mate. take a Greyhound bus through the outback and the hundred. No, you don't want to do that. I go. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm going to stay near the beach. But yeah, that's one thing that really noticed. And then you'd go to a cool uh, beach town like Byron Bay, and it's beautiful, but yeah. it's still small enough where it's got the like a little hippie vibe. But there's yeah. still some people with some money, and you just go, wow. If this was America, it would be overrun with crappy t-shirt shops and shit and you know. Right. Yogurt stands everywhere and fast food. It would look. It would all look like Surfer's Paradise. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. There, there's only one part that does. Right. <laughs> like if that was America, the entire coast would look like just giant hotels and everything else. So I did love that part of it. Yeah. And and the people, of course, are very, very mellow. But uh, not a lot of diversity there. That's a whole lot of white people. Well, yeah. There's um, there's there's a whole lot. That's well, we were settled by a whole lot of white yeah. people. Yeah. We were sort of. We were sort of, you know, uh, 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 that that was, you know, the 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 origins of it. You know, they're troublemaking <laughs> yeah. white people. You didn't, you didn't hook up with that away. whole. You didn't catch that whole slavery uh, <laughs> trend back then. No, 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 no. no oh, no. it was all the rage, buddy. Yeah. Woo. Well, that you know, that's good that, times. Yeah. We were just out there. We, well, we were we were already locked up anyway. Yeah, you know, we exactly. were all locked up and sort of you know do do you know you already threw the shackles we in don't the water. Anybody else? We got these blokes. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, my last trip and I was gone for three months and I had met Australians on the road and more than once they would ask me. They would talk about America and uh, uh, one time one goes uh, out of nowhere, just, a lot of black people there. Huh? I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Is dangerous? What? what? Uh, uh, oh, it depends on where you go. And then we were, uh, I was in another, where was it? I was in Turkey. Because a lot of Australians go to Turkey because of uh, Gallipoli. Oh, yes. And yes. they all learned it in school. So it was like, it was funny because the Turkish guy booking the tours had somehow had an Aussie accent. I said, oh, were you in Australia for all? He goes, no, I just, I picked it up from all the customers that come in here. <laughs> all the Aussies. Good, good for business. Right. So I guess they learn it in schools all the time. It's a huge story. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this couple from Australia, they sat down. We, yeah, we went to Anaheim once when I said I was from L.A. And uh, we walked to a 7-Eleven by our hotel, and we were the only English-speaking people there. Wow. Yeah, you're in a Mexican neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> like to us, that doesn't – Yeah, you I could go down the street. That, right, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm like a, you know, three blocks from Koreatown, and every sign's in Korean. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, yeah. Well, when you, well, I guess you've come all that far that, that way. You're already feeling out of it yeah. anyway, and then you go, well, and nobody's speaking any English, Ooh. so maybe that that throws them off. But yeah, we, I mean, but there's been a little bit more. I think I think there's been a change culturally, like more more people, a lot of Asian. Yeah, um, it's a huge um, Chinese population. Uh, influx there, right? have come in there over the last few years because it's so close. So that's that's basically yeah. what's there. But you know, that's I mean that's the thing. You know, moving moving to Texas. I um at that age too, about twelve, I had no um, uh, familiarity with like Mexican food. Yeah, because I tell people, you know, there's not a lot of Mexican food in Australia, and you know, and even now there maybe there's a little bit, you know. But somebody somebody brought tamales to school, and tamales are a 
you know, a great treat, but they're a trick because nobody ever says unwrap them from the that corn husk. <laughs> right. And when you got somebody from, you know, not only am I, it's not my culture, I'm from another another place way on the other side of the world. So I have no idea how to take this this thing off or that I should. I just, you know. You, Did you eat right through the Yeah, you try, it's husk? like you're, you're a wolverine trying to bite your leg off in a trap. <laughs> and everybody knows because they know you're going to do it. Yeah. And, and every, it's the greatest joke amongst everybody else. But that's it. We are so removed. I mean, it, 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 it has changed. But, I mean, it was, you know, the diet is fish and chips and meat yeah. and potato. It's very meat, meat and potatoes. Pies. Meat pies, sausage rolls. Pasties. Now there's a lot more sort of Asian uh, food Thank and, and God. different stuff like that. So it, it's changing a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But we're still white people. Yeah, we're I know, still I know. settled by. I mean, the English, the whitest people in the world, they were like, they were hell bent on getting their paleness out there. And <laughs> Into the hottest place that, on earth. That's Let's it. Get, they, we need some sun. They needed, uh, they needed to get off the rainy island and go to the sunny <laughs> island for a bit. <laughs> right. I always say, every time I go to uh, England, I always say, the first thing I do when I get to London, I got to have curry. Let's go get curry. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, thank God the Indians came here because then we'd be stuck eating, you know, again, fish and chips and meat pies. and <laughs> Which has its place, but you want to, you know, you want to you change it up just a little bit. I yeah. joined a tour group in uh, Chiang Mai in Thailand, in northern Thailand. And, and uh, this company I've used was pretty good. It's, everybody was around the same age. And they keep the, uh, like, groups under a dozen and stuff like that. So we had a, like, a local guide. And it was me, a Canadian girl, and we're at an orientation breakfast where we meet the whole gang. So it's me, an orient, me, this Canadian girl, and these twelve guys, uh, like twenty-one, twenty-two-year-old guys from the uh, Sunshine Coast of Australia, <laughs> and they're just—it was like a frat, you know—they yeah. were completely yeah. out of control. And uh, once you separated them, they were fine individually, but together they were just a roaming that mob, gang. A mob. Oh, my God. Was it a footy team or something like that? Was <laughs> no, it? Was, they was they it might as well have just, been. It's just hooligans, just oh. troublemakers. Yeah. First, first day they go out and one comes back in the morning and they have uh, a huge, huge black eye. And I said, what, what, what happened? And I said, well, you could go to this Thai boxing That thing. guy's a prick. Yeah. <laughs> And they said, they took volunteers, so they all got in there and they were just whacking each other. To- <laughs> I'll have a go. Yeah, yeah no matter, no worries. And there was is just- that spirit of like, sure, yeah. absolutely. And the one guy, of course, was talking to a, a hooker, and then she turned out to have a penis. And they proceeded to uh, you know bust this guy's balls for the next week. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh wow! But you know, how, how far into the adventure did he find out? Oh, that's what you at wonder. the bar. At it was the at bar. the bar, yeah. Which is luckier than some. Yeah, it never. I don't think it got back to like his room or anything. But, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 they yeah. Just, but they let him go for a while. He had no idea because there, you know, you don't really know until you got to really be careful. Really be in, careful. In, this Thailand, in Thailand, Thailand. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This, that's rampant, right? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm and they make a note of that. You, she could be sitting there right in front of you. You know, and you think that that's a woman? Really? Oh, absolutely. Really. You gotta sometimes be really... it's very obvious, you know. When you sometimes see, it's very obvious. Some, I mean, and that, that's more like some men they probably just enjoy the the, the clothing, but they don't really try to look so much. <laughs> right. Over there, it is very much the lady boys, right? They yeah, yeah, really the lady try boys, to look like they're like considered, women. as my friend said, like a third sex. I mean, it's almost it's very accepted. That's just that's it's a different thing, right? Well, good, yeah. on, good on them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But all throughout, and I was just in Bali. So that, which is like the uh, Cancun of uh, Australia, because it's just drunken Australian kids everywhere. Because it's like a short, yeah, I think it's like a two and a half hour flight there, yeah. from, from Perth 
and uh, the surfing's really good. So, and it's gorgeous. Have you ever been? To no, I've not, oh. I've not. I've not done that. Gorgeous. But it was funny. I was walking down the street because they just assume any white guy is Australian there because it's mostly Australian. Yeah, right. So I'm walking down, and uh, the local vendors are trying to uh, talk to me, <laughs> and they're always call- trying to call you into the store. And he goes, "Hey, mate, good day." And it was just like the worst, right? Worst like fake Aussie accent, you know? Like, oh my, it'd be like us going to Me- Mexico, and I go, "Hey, howdy, partner." I know, right? <laughs> Coming to my, it's like, oh, I know you're trying, man, but it's it's, yeah, it's yeah. weak. I appreciate the effort. Use but... your own accent. We we buy that more. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's – I always uh, liked it. And when you come here, did you take to it right away or was it a rough going as a kid? Well, I, th- I think being young at that, that age is difficult anyway because it's, it's a transition. But but anybody different, I mean, they must uh, – it was once they heard you speak. I remember when I grew up in Chicago and there was a kid from Boston yeah. came in there and we just mocked him. Incessantly. Yeah. Well, you know, at that age, any difference, We're, yeah, horrible. Different Kids just are makes awful. you the the guy that's the, the he's the strange one from somewhere else. And you know, I mean, it's it's funny to think now, but but back then, Australia was not that culturally well known like it is now. I mean, now, I mean, it, it's still a mystery. It's still people people still don't. Re- <laughs> yeah. We don't even present ourselves like this is pre crocodile Dundee, crocodile it is, hunter, absolutely, absolutely pre cable. <laughs> It's you know? just, you know, it's just maybe you'd seen a kangaroo on TV Ooh. or something like that. But even in Wild now, Australia doesn't ever – you never see cities on television like representative of, of like his downtown. This You really do just see the bush, the creek, the outback. Yeah. And, so it and looks, the opera house. Yeah, and the opera house. <laughs> that is it. Like house. that's the one building that they have. Like <laughs> yeah, right. the majority of the people live in that and then they just try to survive every day. But we – I mean we would talk to people – you know, this is going back to the to the late 70s too and they would go, well, do you guys – what, do you guys live in huts? <laughs> do you guys go out hunting? Every, like, no, it's not tri- – It's I mean, literally a kangaroo people, hopping through your house. Yeah, not, not everybody lives like that in a shack <laughs> – like some grass shack we put together, and we live on the beach, and we get coconuts. And, and hey, we saw Mad Max. We know how you people live. Yes, it's very, it's very, <laughs> very post-apocalyptic down there. Now. <laughs> well, I describe the outback to people. I say, you saw Mad Max, right? The wasteland when there's nobody around for like thousands of miles. That's what it is. <laughs> That's it. I mean, so you, so you came here. What about the schools? What were the, were the schools much different? In terms of uh, the way they taught or the level you were at, were you um, more advanced than us dumb Americans? I think I, I don't know if I was more advanced, but uh, I think I jumped because our school year is different. Yeah, we start in January and in December, but we have bigger breaks all the way through, rather than starting in what September going through May. May and June, yeah, or June. So, so you didn't get a three month summer off kind of thing. No, but you'd get six weeks off at at at, at sort of um, in December for the holidays, and two weeks here and two weeks there, and a okay. week here, and so there's a bit of time off in between. But it's it's more year round sort of school. I don't know. I th- I think I think I I just jumped into it. You know, so, so, I mean, sc- school is exactly what you make out of it. You know? it's <laughs> yeah. Just, but I didn't know anybody when I moved over here, so that was the hard thing. Yeah. Did you have brother and sister? I had one brother. Okay. Older? Younger. Oh, all right. Younger. So. so did your family travel much around the U.S.? We traveled all over the States. We came here in the 70s in 74 and 77 and traveled around. And so, you know, it's pretty amazing. When Now, that's when I was about six. 
And, you know, we first landed in San Francisco, drove down to L.A., to Vegas, drove across to Texas. We had family in Texas. We drove across across uh, uh, up north and over around through Wyoming and, you know, all those areas and back to back to San Francisco. So we sort of circled around. And then a few years later, we went out to did the same thing, but going to Florida and a few places like that. So it's pretty it's pretty wild. Yeah, you did a lot of it. Yeah, we, all in the car, right? Yeah, all all in the car. Yeah, station wagon, AM radio, around. Oh, we did that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if if people do trips like that anymore. People still do trips, but you know, this is there's no there's no video screen, there's no DVD hookup. That's just you watch the stuff as it goes by out the window <laughs> and billboards. I mean, and you know, for somebody who's never done that before, I mean, if you've never been to America. You you don't, you have no idea because you've seen it on TV and you've seen it here and you've seen it there, but when you you come I and mean, if you live here you, you you maybe you just don't realize it, but when, it's not like anywhere else. You you come here and it's just this big, amazing place. And and being in San Francisco, I was six, and in 1974, San Francisco. I mean, it's still it's still a, quite a trip. But <laughs> yeah. back then. You You're know, coming it's just, off the whole hippie, it's, it's uh, still hippie-ish. I, yeah. I remember going through Golden Gate Park and the hate and having memories of that, and just mad. Pe- I remember some guy in a gorilla suit running around downtown, and, and you just go, wow, "This is <laughs> odd." There was a bloke. He, uh, you know, it's probably tattier now, but he was in a, in a, uh, you know, when you think about it, but it, you you imagine it being so fantastic when you're a kid. He was in a cardboard box he'd painted up, and he was the human jukebox. <laughs> And you would put in a dollar in a, in a little slot. And this is something he's made at home, by the way. You right. Know, and you, you put a, slot, a dollar in the slot. And he right where open his penis it up. is. Right where his naked body is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the box. Just, Creepy just dude. A, just above where his genitals are. <laughs> and, uh, you know. But he would open up the top and, uh, and he would play trumpet for a second and then put it back down. And you go, well, all right, that's fantastic. That's, that's yeah, that's great. You know, and, and <laughs> good on you. You could good on you, mate. You could still do that now in San Francisco. But I mean, you know, when you're a kid and you see this kind of madness, and also I, my my family did the trip from Chicago to L.A. You know, the big Griswold uh, vacation trip, yeah. all the way. And I remember going through. We stopped in Vegas, I think, on the way back. Yeah, and Vegas in the '70s, you know, it it's was different. Not a it? Shadow of what it. It's like you know, this is like the Hunter S. Thompson yeah. days. I remember going yeah. to the Circus Circus, mm-hmm. and that was like the biggest, craziest place. That's the only thing that was maybe a hint of kid friendly. How old were you? I was about ten. Yeah. See, I and think, they locked us basically in the Howard Johnson's room and well, said we're going to go out and leave. It, it. You know, that's that's the thing. I mean, because now there are more things for families to kind of do. Yeah. But back then, it was just sort of like. Uh, Kids, well, you know, just uh, I remember uh, there was no Cirque du Soleil, there was no show for them nothing. to see, you know, Being unless you want to go cir- see Debbie Reynolds or something. Circus, circus <laughs> is exactly where you would take the kids. And I remember we were in the um, in the cafe or whatever, just sitting there, and my parents are over there trying to like, because I mean, you know, they're they're you know, you think back now, they're in their thirties or something. Exactly. So they want to, you know, enjoy themselves. They're in Vegas. Oh, we got these two kids. We got to keep an eye on these kids. But in the seventies, you could kind of like just well, we'll leave our kids here for a while. Yeah. We'll go piss off into the casino. <laughs> keep our eye on them. But as a kid, you're going, this is this is rubbish. I don't want to be in Vegas. I'm sitting in a cafe. You know, never mind that we've been to Disneyland and all this other cool stuff. But <laughs> as a kid, you don't go. Well, I'll give them their time. But yeah, it I is know. weird because it's all these like lights and machines and not even kind of like now. 
where it's 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 almost like video game type. Yeah, there's plenty you know, of them machines, for them to do. But uh, the, you know, the, the folks are, are doing that. I remember um, we got kicked out of there because I think my brother and I were probably doing something. You know, I think we we're opening up sugar packets and tipping them on the floor or whatever whatever you know uh, occupies a, a you know a 10 year old or younger's mind <laughs> right you know this will be fun to do and i think we got kicked out but you know it's just it's just hard but vegas i think i spent my 10th birthday in vegas oh wow you know but it's not a stripper like, and you know, some you know yeah yeah yeah, just did the whole thing. Got trashed. <laughs> got into- <laughs> <laughs> did some stand up. Got wasted. Did a, did a gig. Did a guest set over at the uh, the Riviera. But um, when we when we moved over in '79, we stopped in Vegas again. We were driving over, and I think I can't remember where it was. If it was Caesars, but in you know a real Vegas '70s showroom, you know just '70s looking showroom with like the '70s polyester suits and everything. Yeah. But we saw Rickles. Oh, when I was twelve, and how cool is that? You got to see him. I got to see Rickles. I'd at, never at seen 12. him perform. And uh, did you? No, you probably like when I used to listen to albums and stuff. Uh, you probably had the same comedy albums growing up. Yeah, but uh, looking back, I maybe got you know three quarters of the references. Or yeah, you probably don't get it all. You don't but, get it um, all, and then you go back and you listen to it, and they're like, oh, I missed oh, that. Yeah, that, oh, that's, that's what that meant. Yeah. yeah, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> Did you get most of what he was doing, or you just thought he was yeah, some crazy well, old know, man? because he pretty much just sort of insults people, and yeah. and, and, and it's not – there's not a lot of double-meaning stuff, but probably some yeah. stuff maybe – I'm trying to remember, but, you know, I just remember it being great because I'd seen him on television. and well, That's yeah, what you saw back then. I mean, he was uh, – it was like him and Shecky Green. Was, yeah. Those are the guys. Yeah. Oh man, that must have been fun. Yeah, never get to see a show. Uh, Elvis would have been great to see those. That's yeah. the other one. It would have been really good. Yeah. But so you went all around the country. So that's great. You got to see a lot. When did you did you start stand up in Texas or in there, Dallas? You started in yeah. Dallas. Okay. With uh, was this around the same time as the like was Hicks and Kinnison and all those? Those guys, guys had started in Houston way back. Okay. Um, Maybe the maybe the very early eighties. Yeah, because uh, well, Bill was what sixteen or something when he when he, oh, when right, he first right. really started doing stuff, which was oh, gosh, probably eighty two or three or something like that. You know. And you say you never really go back. You never perform in Australia. No, no, I've done a few sets over the years, but I've never been able to really line anything up. But you've been on Letterman how many times? Once you've done Letterman, you've Once, done a couple of Ferguson, yes, and a, a Conan, and how much have they done? Come on, I, have to, I try not to dwell on it. Really, it's hard. I mean, it's I don't know why. I just feel like nobody's. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just part of it is like I'm not there all the time, so I'm not following up on it. But I, you know, it's not even. It's not even like, oh, can I get some paid work? Can I just do a set? And even that's just hard to line up. So I, I'm just not constant. I, I think sometimes too, it's it is that whole attitude over there, like oh, yeah, right, man. Well, yeah, well, we'll check on you, mate. Yeah. And then it just sort of falls through the cracks, and it just doesn't happen. So, have you? I'm happy to go back and visit, and and and. Uh, you still have family there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's still in Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane and some people up in the... I, I know a rugby team on the Sunshine Coast I hang out with. Okay, a rugby team. <laughs> oh, this gets interesting. A, that's your mates from the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, from the, from the yeah. orientation dinner. Oh, my gosh. Breakfast. Those guys. The, um, 
Do you are you follow the uh, are you more of a footy guy, Australian footy guy, or I'm not even a sports guy? Really. Not at all. Not, okay, not that much. No, I just you know I just I I um Did you, never were you force really... fed rugby as a kid? <laughs> no, it wasn't a big thing in the family, but at school it was. Mm-hmm. Australian rules was you know get out there and play some football, and well, I, I don't want to. I just want to sit inside and paint. <laughs> I want to draw. You know, I would do the, in, the inside kind of stuff. You know, I would, I would, because I'm just, I'm horrible at sports. I wouldn't mind like a, a bit of soccer in the in the street at home, or you'd set up some wickets and do a little bit of cricket. You know, very unorganized in the in the street with the the local kids. But at school, because school back then too was very, um, it was very like highly disciplined and very like beat the shit out of students i mean i saw people beaten horrible beat you know it's 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 just that that kind of like um you know pink floyd the wall version of school (laughs) i mean it not that extreme but i saw some real deal like hardcore like 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 discipline and um you you guys wore the uniforms and the whole deal yeah, yeah we we was we didn't have a mandatory uniform but there was there was one but um, but but sports especially was like you know get out there and play sports and you know I'd just rather I'd just rather sit inside and you know the, uh, so I was horrible at sports and I remember whatever game it was I would have to play at school I would try and stand as far away from the action as possible like there's no <laughs> humanly way whatever they're playing can get out this far. Like nobody's going to throw the ball that far. It's not going to land here. I'm I'm safely away from it. And I remember one time, God, must have been must have been about 1978, because that's how old I am. And um, I I was standing there, probably probably playing some kind of football or something. I had my hands in my pocket, and the the teacher who was running the whole thing, this this English teacher. Didn't he didn't teach English? He was his dick from England. Um, <laughs> just to, to uh, can I say that? Um, he comes up to me and he was he was a, a real asshole. And he go uh, he says uh, he says oh that's an interesting way to stand, Jim. He says you know what? and uh, you know him I'm a kid I'm I'm eleven I got my hands in my pocket and he goes you know what can happen when you do that? And I said I don't know. And he took his fist and he punched me in the chin. Oh like God. underneath, just underneath, like and bop my head, but like almost like rock'em sock'em robots. <laughs> you're like that can happen when you got your hands in your pockets. Like, oh, thanks for the lesson, you, <laughs> yeah, wanker. And so that, I think that's the day it really sealed it. Like, I'm just not a fan of sports at all. <laughs> but he was a he was an asshole. I tried with the cricket. I really tried learning. You know, I was in uh, yeah Australia, and then you know they, we played a little bit on the beach. Uh, you know, a little makeshift kind of yeah. thing. And then, Which is where it is I tried the it in most South fun, Africa. Yeah, yeah. but still. But watching it, woof. Yeah. India, they're obsessed about it. Obsessed. Right, right, and uh, right. it's on every channel. Yeah. And I was sitting there with, uh, it was like Boxing Day, and I have uh, food poisoning. I'm sitting in the hotel, nothing on <laughs> but cricket all day long. So if you're looking to sleep, wow. You're painting a lovely picture right oh. there, right? <laughs> And it was those test matches between countries that last yeah. four or five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, oh, God. And now we'll break for tea. Tea? Man, tea? Man. That's a sporting event? You break? You take a tea break? Oh. And so you're just ill, just oh. sick, and it's like... Thank God there was air conditioning. That's all I, that's all I can say. So when you went there, you started doing comedy, you got to see this big, beautiful country. Is that yes. too bright for you? No, it's great. Okay. It's great. Um, and what did you learn about America 
having seen so much of it traveling around that you didn't expect or didn't see growing up? Like, did your expectations of the country like match what you found it to be? What surprised you most about hmm. America? Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know if I've got the the the, the brilliant answer for this. Uh, I, I tell you, the the imagery, the imagery when you live in another country, when you see New York on. Te- I mean, the, in New York. It just looks like this. I mean, but when you actually get to New York, it's, it blows your mind the very first time you go there because there's nothing like that. Yeah. You know? It's pretty overwhelming. Um, it's, pretty, it's pretty wild. Um, I've, just, I've seen so much of it. And, and doing stand-up, you, you know, you get to – what I like to do because you go to these towns and sometimes it, 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 there might be some glamour. Uh, in people's minds about what we do, but really it's just sitting around a hotel <laughs> a lot of the day, waiting until you can. And you've got no car. If you're in, if you're in a oh, town, being stuck without a car, where you don't have wheels. And in the Midwest, I mean, if you're walking around, you must be, you must be on the run from something. <laughs> yeah. People have people have equ- equated pedestrian with pedophile. <laughs> Apparently, the ped has just just tied you into it. I've had more shit thrown at me, yelled at me. Walking around the Midwest, people just love to like. People come back around to gather more shit to throw at you. <laughs> That's Nebraska, um, you know. And the thing is, I walk because I want to go get to something. If I, you know, and you got to get around. But what I love is, um, I love the history over here. That's a big deal to me. So, really, people the- always usually complain about the lack of history. You know, we're only. Our countries are about the know, same right? age, yeah, and they're yeah, like exactly. a couple hundred years old. But I mean, it's 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 uh, well, that's the thing. You don't have as much to learn, so it, yeah. like, you go to England, you're going to be there forever. I know. Like, oh, <laughs> right. sh- now here's some older stuff than that stuff. Here you go, Civil War, uh, uh, Revolutionary, Revolutionary War. Okay, it. that's enough. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> but and I, a new I, war I, every. Uh, 10 to 20 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. You can give, give me the important couple of bullet points and we'll, we'll do it from <laughs> yeah. there. Like going to Virginia is great because there's just so much there. I mean, I'm really into that and I work a couple of clubs out that way. And you can go from sort of Virginia Beach and, and up to Richmond and up to, you know, D.C. I love D.C. because there's so much there and museums and, and the Smithsonian. And, have you been and, to Monticello? Monticello? I have. I, I have, have never. It's pretty cool. Monticello, um, Jefferson's pad is, is Thomas Jefferson's place. Um, it's funny because, you know, you get to know the, some of the local comics in these towns and I was working in Richmond and I was talking to this, this is the thing. And maybe it's generational. I don't know. I was talking to one of the young comics and, uh, who I'd sort of gotten to know over a couple of years. And I, I was talking to him and a couple other people. I said, you know what we should do? We should go up to Monticello. Thomas Jefferson's home, the home of Thomas Jefferson. And this guy is, you know, mid-twenties. He says, well, well, what do you do there? <laughs> like, there's got to be some selling point. Like, oh, right. well, there's a roller coaster and then there's, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's... Uh, is there there's a laser tag? Uh, laser ta- exactly, laser tag. Something, we're going to play some volleyball. And there's Wi-Fi there. everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> is what, there a like, Starbucks? Like, what do you do there? I mean, like, it's not know, enough something, it's the you home idiot. of Thomas Jefferson, I, you know. Oh, that's depressing. So what you do there is you, uh, you know, you go and look at the home of the third president, the man who, who basically wrote the declaration. And when <laughs> yeah. the guide goes in the other part of the room, you try and grab some shit and put it on eBay. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, to, I've been to Monticello. I've been to Williamsburg, the colonial Williamsburg, which is really cool because it's, it's this old colonial 
What I like about it, that's the selling point. Come visit, come see America as it used Colonial to be. Colonial Williamsburg. Antiquated old time America. And then follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like, at Colonial Williamsburg. Like, like, they're yeah. great tweets. We, 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 we plowed a field today. And... Uh, that ancient city is the best website. <laughs> we churned some butter. We, <laughs> we burned some heretics. You know? <laughs> Hashtag holy smokes. <laughs> the, uh, do you get into the uh, Civil War stuff? I, I've been to a few places in that. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm, I'm sort of, I like the Revolutionary War stuff, but yeah, the Civil War stuff is great too. I mean, I'm, I just like the historical places, and and that's you just like to see the English getting beaten. Yeah, you? indeed, indeed. <laughs> I know how you deal. are, Caesar. Those pommies. <laughs> and then uh, and then up in in Connecticut in Hartford, there's uh, the Mark Twain House, which is really cool to go. It's a, have you ever seen it? It's an I've amazing house, and uh, Twain, quite a character. What's there to do there? You, uh, <laughs> you know, there is a, there's a, there's a frozen yogurt There's a rock climb in the, in the back and uh, the old, uh, you can paint a fence with uh, a huck fin. Um, but what, what I like about that is, you know, because Twain is, Twain basically started what we do, stand up. In, 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 in some ways, the man went broke. And to make money, he had to do something he couldn't stand. He had to go back on the road. <laughs> if that isn't the beginning of what we do, like, oh, shit, I need some cash. That's Let a me good see point. if I can book some dates. <laughs> and that is, you know, that's the connection right there, you know. And He used to play uh, the old Yuck Yucks run. He, just, in- he, did, he did all the runs, man. He did, <laughs> he did all the gigs. He did the one-nighters. He did the caravan down south. <laughs> and then, oh, man. <laughs> At Twain, he had a tight twenty, and then it, it kind of fell apart. A lot of crowd work, a lot of crowd magic work. trick at the end. Very topical, though. Very topical. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> a lot of crowd work. Oh God. So, would you, when you go back to Australia? I don't know when. When were you last back? I went there last in two thousand and nine. When you see people that have never been to America, what do they ask you about living here? Because the, the things that Australians usually ask me about and they can't figure out about America and, and even the ones that like America, um, two things. Usually the health care yeah. and the guns. All right. And uh, like they can't believe everybody has got a gun. And there's those guys from the Sunshine Coast who are asking me that too. So, yeah. so you can just get a gun? Right. You got a gun? You right. got a, can anybody just carry one? You can just walk around with it? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, exactly. Have a look. <laughs> But you that always, lucky punk, right? That always blows them away. Yeah, I, you know, people don't. I haven't heard anybody ask about that kind of stuff. But maybe, maybe um, I'm not. I'm not running into the right people. Yeah, but <laughs> but that's you know that the thing that people ask about Australians is everybody asks me about which way does the toilet go. Like that's the that's the thing that people really get. Like, what, what, you gotta you gotta tell me, how does the toilet? Which way does it flush? And I'm like, I don't think I've ever really looked. <laughs> right. It, you know what it is? It's a very it's a very just a it's a whoosh. It just goes straight down. It just whoosh, it's gone. There's no circling about. It's just whoosh. But we really don't spend a lot of time dwelling a- on analyzing that. it. Analyzing See which way looking. your piss goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, people people just. Um, Australians, they just, you know, they just, they just want to know about, you know, what, where, you know, where you live and what you're up to. And, and, and I think we're amazed by all these other places. And that's why so many of us do travel. They, you know, this, there's a good yeah. chance some of them have seen it. 
Yeah, being a, to America. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think they were very, very. Maybe you uh, being an American, you probably get more of the specific probably things like that. As me, it's just like you know what it, you know wherever I go because I've lived here so long, nobody knows where I'm from. Really, people think I'm from England. Yeah. Some people think I'm from Boston. Some people think Boston. I'm from here. I get it all. Because your <laughs> accent changes somewhat. And Australians are like, where, where are you from, mate? You're not from here, you know? Because I don't sound so Australian as them. And English people are like, where are you from? You know, you're not from, you know, you're not from here, you know? And Americans are like, huh? <laughs> where are you from? You know, it's like that. It's, it's so. I, you're a man without a home. I feel like I'm at that point where I don't exist anywhere. I don't belong <laughs> to anyone. I'm this, this sovereign loiterer. Right. Just traveling about, trying to, trying to make my way. Well, I do envy them and that I feel that, like, I think travel, least in culturally, just like a lot of Europeans, it's encouraged. Like, it, yeah. they encourage their kids to go out and, like, go. Yeah, go see. Take a year because when Australians leave, they leave for a year or what? I mean, they go, yeah. they go. Yeah, you know. So here, it's not as. Uh, I sadly, I think it's not as stressed well, for young I, and people. Also, I don't think like you to can, take a gap year or something. You can't just or take off because yeah. you got to pay for it. You got to somehow. There's that that concern of like you know get your education and then go get a job to pay for everything. Right. I think I think that's why it is much more casual over there. Sort of like. I just go, let it all fall together, you know, let it happen, you know. <laughs> There's no worry about about how is this going to, you know, what are the logistics? I don't know. Do you think we worry too much as a people? I mean, possibly I think we do. So. Possibly I think we so. do. I think we, we, we work a lot in this country, and yeah. you really see how much, you know, in terms of we have, we have the least vacation time as any of the modern working world, and it just doesn't seem to be... It, it, yeah, it just, it just, it just, well, you, like, you, you can't, you you're can't, encouraged to go on the treadmill. You can't take more time off. You can't because you lose your spot. Yeah. And I think it I really think is a dog eat dog. When people place. talk about healthcare and things like that, I mean, there is healthcare in Australia, but there's also private healthcare insurance. And I think it's a little bit better because if you get some stuff done, you get a lot of the money back. It's a better system where it's not like you, you know, you pay out. So much, and this isn't covered, and that isn't covered. But there is the, the, the regular health care for others. And, you know, it's probably got its flaws. But the thing is, there's not that many people over there. So it's easy to cover people. Yeah, 23 million people States, as opposed to 300 you million. Know, all these hundreds of millions of people. So you, it, it, I think that just does change the dynamic of, like, you've got to work your ass off here because there's somebody yeah. who will take your job or wants your job. or So there isn't the kind of... Yeah, I mean, relax a bit and not worry about this shit because I, I've got, I've got, you know, it's just me and and somebody down the street there, so I can sort of take it. Eat. Nah, there's some bastard, you know, gonna gonna. I think maybe that's that is that rat race kind of constantly, whether we imagine it or not. I think I think that is part of it. Here. Right. I find uh, Canadians very similar yeah. to Australians. Yeah. I mean, they're very. I always call Australians Canadians with tans. Right, right. Because <laughs> like ever, it's the same kind of system. There, Canada has a few more people, but not that many. Mm-hmm. And the bulk of them live along one street. You know, they all yeah. live along the border, pretty much, as opposed to the east coast of uh, Australia. And they're covered. You know, they're very mellow. They all like beer. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Australia has uh, their football, and Canada has a hockey. And yeah, uh, just can, the Canadians are more polite. Yes, you can yes. tell. What I, what I, what is interesting in Canada is if somebody's being a, a dick in public, nobody will really say anything about it. They'll just kind of go, oh, "That's not nice." <laughs> mm. You know, that's not that's not good in Canada. But they won't. <laughs> that's do not very Canadian of him. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, or I mean, I might be generalizing. I haven't been well, there of course all we that are. much, but uh, <laughs> I, be, I remember being on stage in Vancouver and, and uh, these people were horrible and I had to basically shut them down and the crowd didn't like me being mad at them. You go, no, you don't turn, you, you don't turn on me. You turn on them. You don't take their side, but they're very much like, oh, you might've been a bit out of line there. No, but what about these people ruining everything? <laughs> yeah. Ta- get mad at them. It's just, that it's a weird sort of like, Super politeness in some way, but that 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 make that that turns around on itself, on the wrong on the wrong sort of uh, on the wrong end. Do you find similarities in the Canadian American relationship as the New Zealand uh, Australia relationship? It's always the smaller country they they get bent out of shape if you think they're from the other place. Yeah, like yeah. Kiwis just hate when you. Hey, what are you Australian? No, no, no. Australians yeah. don't care. <laughs> it's like Americans. You say, "Oh, you Canadian?" No, they don't no, care. I'm not from Canadians. Yeah. Go nuts. Yeah, they yeah. slap the Canadian flag all over their luggage. <laughs> God forbid. Is that Canadians doing that, or Canadians is that Americans do that. doing that? No, Canadians do it all because they don't want people to think they're oh, Americans. Okay. Well, some Americans were doing that too. They'd put the big Canadian flag. Oh, I was, yeah. During the Bush over. years, it made yeah. travel a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> I used to joke about that. I said these people would, you know, they pretend to be Canadian, and you can usually bust Americans pretending to be from Canada. Because you can ask them where they're from in Canada, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because they don't know the map. the map first, you know? Or the test. Usually ask them Gordie Howe's number. Right. <laughs> That's how they all, like, if they don't know, immediately off the top of their number nine. Oh, oh okay, yeah. you're Canadian. Gotcha. So what have you learned in all your travels? From you? Oh, from, me. from <laughs> what have I learned from, from you? From me, exactly. You know, it's just, I think that, I think it's, um, I think the best thing about when you travel is to just go off and explore a little bit and see something that there's something that everybody says you have to see, you know, that, that whatever. But it's nice. To, I like to just go delve and, and find that 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 thing that 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 is not what you're expecting. You know, go explore the real part of it, and and I think that's the best fun to um, to just sort of go go find what's what's the 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 expected thing to go check out, but. I don't know. It's just, it's exciting. It's exciting to go somewhere and 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 see a new place. And and I mean, most of my travels are because of of doing gigs. So it's always exciting. Like, you know, will this work in this part of the country, or will this work in this place? You know. And uh, but have you found any differences? Like, I usually people always ask me, "Oh, is it different in this part of the country? This part?" And I always say, "No." The differences I always find are. City people and small town people. Yeah, but yeah. the accents may be different, but that's usually the difference. Well, it, you know, and it, sometimes it just comes down to you can be in somewhere and be amazed, like wow, they they loved everything, everything I thought they wouldn't maybe go for, and then sometimes you can be in in some sophisticated city pl- and they and they just they're not into it. Yeah, fickle. It's just it's just really odd. I think that if you come across on stage, you can kind of sell them anything. There might be one or two things here or there. They're like, well, we don't have a reference on that and, and whatever. But I think, I think the more you engage people, the more you can get across with them. No what matter a- where you are. It's, it's, not a, 
it's not a geographical or a specific sort of you know it's just how receptive are they to you but what about your favorite airline and your least favorite airline my favorite you know they it's like <laughs> phone companies and banks yeah i know you know i love the one i'm with sometimes and the other days i'm like i'm leaving you're not I'm loyal gonna, to one i'm going to take all my bu- you know, the worst thing you can do is tell an airline well i'm going to take my business and go somewhere else and i'm like okay go ahead yeah because even though now there's only five, five companies, yeah, they don't want you to. They don't care. They, just, nobody gives a shit anymore, man. No, they got you by the balls. They, uh, they. Um, I, I just booked a flight in Australia because I'm getting into Sydney and I'm going to fly up to the Sunshine Coast because I couldn't get into into Brisbane. So I'm, I'll spend a day there, and it's just everything now is well. You know, do you want a seat? That's a little <laughs> bit extra cash. Like what? What? what you so want food? Wait a do you want it? Yeah. yeah. Do you want do you, a pillow? Do you, do you want a pack? You want to, How much? You know? You want ten kilograms of a bag, or you want twenty? Because it's going to be a little bit. Everything is like. Just tell me how much this shit's going to cost. Yeah. You put know. it in the price. Right. And I'll because the, the, I got the price, and then when you're going through, it's not even if you want a better seat, you got to pay another five. It's just like, well, it's just five dollars is added to get. It's like okay, so if I didn't do this five, I would have to stand. <laughs> you right. have to stand on the plane, right? <laughs> it's just funny how much they do. I try to. I just try to keep everything with one one airline. I remember. Um, I remember one airline. They lost. No, they they broke into my bag, or at an airport, or whatever. Oh. They broke into my bag, and it was a. Uh, they stole my camera, which I don't even know why I put my camera in my bag. This is the nineties, man. <laughs> was it we, we, we was, who cared we back had, then we were carefree. we had cameras coming out of our asses but this particular airline would give you a meal with a little prayer card in it oh wait a minute i think i remember this yeah i'm not saying who it is because you know you can look it up google it i can't do all the work for you i remember this so i called them up and i said hey man you know um like my bag got broken into and they went they said that's oh, not a responsibility i said well it is because you had it. I didn't leave it on the street. You, you had it for, you know, from San Francisco to Seattle. You had my bag. So, yeah, you are responsible. Well, you know, we're not. No, no. And I think I told them, I said, uh, I said, you know what? Maybe you should save your prayer cards for the people who need it. Like, I'd send some down to the baggage area. Uh, and I'd specifically highlight, thou shalt not steal. <laughs> and the guy hung up, hung up on me at that point. Needless to say, you did not get your camera back. I did not get my camera. <laughs> I, but you know, at, at that point, all you want is somebody to go, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." Yeah, I don't want the. Well, legally, we're not responsible, dude. Just be, be. I know I'm not going to get anything out of you. Throw me some miles and say you're sorry. Say, "Wow, that's." Uh, I hate it when they have to go. I love it when you get your suitcase and it's just beaten to shit. And you go, what happened? What happened here? <laughs> and then, and then the first thing they say is, well, we're not responsible. Well, yes, you well, are. Because you obviously you... released a baboon in, <laughs> into the uh, storage area, who used it as a, some kind of gym implement. Yeah. Apparently, the Expendables were down there <laughs> punching and practicing. So yeah, it's just all the airlines annoy the ass out of me. But I try to favor the United. Okay. And what was the other part of the question? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a rambler, so I don't no, even remember okay. what you asked. Um, do you have one particular worst travel story, whether it's a train, a plane, an automobile? That I know, I know you had that big delay once, but do you have Yeah, one I mean, where, those, those things you sort of like expect. But, was there one um, frightening flight? Was there one horrible 
Bus crashed down. I tell you, your car, I tell you, you the worst. Tire. I tell you the worst thing, and this is for me, and maybe this is just to get on a on a on a international flight and have a middle or a window seat. Right. You don't like the window. I don't like the windows either. Well, I like the window, but I'm I have to dwell in the aisle because because I got to get up and get out, and I I can't sleep on a flight anymore. It doesn't matter. It I doesn't know. Matter. I it's wish just, I could. It's just it's just me. Maybe if I had the money to get one of those fold out to a bed type things, nice. maybe, you know, maybe then. But it's just weird. I just can't. If it's a little bit, you know, wide open, maybe I could potentially fall asleep. But I was on a flight from San Francisco to Brisbane. and So we're talking 10 out, 11, 12 hours? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, to, sorry, to Auckland. To Auckland. Oh, okay. So about 14 hours, maybe 12, 14 hours. I'm in the, I'm in the window and there's a couple, very nice couple next to me who fell asleep in dinner. In dinner? In, during the dinner thing. Like they ate and then and the stuff was still on the tray. So the tray's down, and you can't get asleep, past them. And I'm sitting there going, oh, hang on, I need a piss. <laughs> we, we're an hour in and I, you know, wait a minute, i got to get where's out. The it's just like, <laughs> where's, where's the dunny? Where's the dunny? Where's the dunny? <laughs> so maybe to me that's just that's where my mind goes like what's the worst experience sitting in the not being able to get up and get out being caged in almost so and I always tell people I go on a plane and I say look I'll tell you what if I'm asleep you not you do whatever you need to do to wake me up if you've got to get out that's my job as the, the aisle person. keeper I'll get up as much as you need but just I don't want to sit in the thing Why the thing is too when you're on a plane you know when, when, when you're sitting in the aisle and then the people come up to, to get on the plane? It's like, let me get out first. I don't want to be crawled over. <laughs> exactly. Everybody's going to crawl I'll over. You know, I'll it'll, it'll just be a moment. I'll stand up. I will gladly, but no, they're <laughs> kind of on you now. And they're like, you know, because we've, just, we've stopped being humans now. We're just sort of creatures that are, that are just doing that. I know. And I hope they don't l- allow phone calls. On the plane. I know. Oh, it's, the it's, last... Is there anything worse than being in a confined area and listen to somebody babble on their phone? Right. Nothing right. worse. And now, like, that, that few moments where... It's funny, too, because when, you, when you're about to take off and, you, and they've already said, turn off your phone, and you see two or three people, and, you, and I'm going, hey, man, turn your shit off. <laughs> Come on. You have to. Like, I guess... Does it even matter? Does it matter? I don't know whether we need to or not, but I'm, I'm like, well, if I got my shit off, you've got to turn yours off. You yeah, know? I think a flight attendant told me it doesn't really affect yeah. things. It's yeah. just their rule. Yeah. Like, you, we have to control you. Yeah, exactly. I hate having to turn off my iPod, though. Like, can't, <laughs> I, can't I listen to some tunes on the descent... This is where it's come. I've made a mix. This is how spoiled we are. We yeah, go, I know. Oh, I can't have my music exactly when I want it in but, the exact time. I exactly. I have but, to turn this off for twenty minutes. Yeah, how yeah, dare yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I got to sit here with my own thoughts. Oh, <laughs> I got to think like a person. <laughs> I know. I, I got to talk to this where, asshole next to me. I, I'd love to just see a study of like how many people read the Sky Mall magazine oh, and that last worse? 20 minutes of <laughs> yes. like well i got nothing else to do i didn't bring a book holy shit i can't turn on my ipad or my kindle so <laughs> let me like look at the and th- that shit is the weirdest too like the the bigfoot statue oh or the uh or the d- the zombie coming up through the ground like who are you tailoring this shit to? <laughs> or the or they teach your cat to use the the toilet oh right there's one of those like <laughs> really now, now that's great. Now, next time I'm trying to get in the loo, like it's, it's occupied, somebody's in here. Kitty's in there having a wee. <laughs> oh, okay. We're gonna wrap this up. Why not? 
Well, thanks. Thanks for coming here, man. Thanks I, for having I, me. I appreciate it. And uh, where can people find you? Where can they see where you're playing? Uh, well, uh, jimshort.com is my website. That's simple enough. That's, that's easy enough. Yeah, let's go there. And then that'll lead you to... Everyone Where are you else. off to next? Where's, oh, you're going to Australia. I'm going to go to Australia. I'll be up in the Seattle area in um, uh, end of September, early October. Cool. And then who knows? It's a great mystery. I'll play you out with some uh, some Australian music. Good deal. I'll have to find it, though. Land Down Under is a little too much. That's too obvious. That's too on the nose. It's too obvious. Any other then, requests? But then it's not. <laughs> it's so obvious that, it's, that you have to do it. All right. I'll look for it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Or, or something very obscure. Yeah. <laughs> Some in excess. Oh, yeah. Got that. Forget about, forget about what my country's I got Midnight Oil. I got some of them. You should try this little band called 30-odd foot of Russell Crowe. <laughs> well, no. Is he? He's a New Zealander. Okay. okay. I didn't know who was claiming him. I'll now, tell you the thing. He's born in New Zealand, and he's lived in Australia a lot, and he's done a lot for Australia. Here's the breakdown. When he wins awards... When he does good, he's Australian. When he throws phones at people's heads, he's a dickhead from Wellington, New Zealand. <laughs> That's the breakdown. God. All right. Thanks, Jim. <laughs>